You're listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores and celebrates all things pedal pumping. I'm your host, Mimi Footnip, and I'm a pedal pumping content creator and foot model. And you can check out my website, mimifootnip.com, for more about me or contact me directly by email at mimifootnip at gmail.com. I've got some news and some emails to read this week, but of course, before I do that, I always want to thank my patrons, Tevin, Matthew, Jim, Riker, Not a Golfer, Rayshon, Steven, Eric F., Eric J., Cranking Fan, Rocket Man, Havaianas Fan, Austin, Joe, and DL. Thank you so much for your support week after week, month after month of this podcast, and to all the listeners who like and download or favorite or leave positive reviews of the podcast. Thank you all for your support. It's amazing. I love this community. And um, yeah, this is like the thing that I look forward to every week is hopping on here and recording a podcast and talking pedal pumping with my pedal pumping people because after the podcast goes out, then the emails come in and you guys react to it and share your own experiences and stories. And I love that. Love, love, love that. It's like the podcast is this ongoing conversation that we're having which is fabulous. I love it. So I will get into some news and emails after a quick break. Be right back. Okay, cool. We're back from a quick break. Um, So before I read emails, I'm going to tell you guys that I learned recently through another content creator, Pedal Cat, that the Wikipedia page for pedal pumping has been deleted, completely and entirely deleted off of Wikipedia. So I, I'm not fully, I don't fully comprehend the reasons and how Wikipedia works and who has the authority to remove a Wikipedia page. And if there's something we can do to get a page back up or a new page or something, but I do feel like if anyone that's listening knows anything about that to contact me or to just go to Wikipedia and make it happen. <laughs> you don't have to contact me. You can just do it. But I mean, I would I'm curious. I'd love to know the process there and also be able to share it with the listeners of the podcast. But I I don't know why that would happen and I guess from what I can glean from it the people who, the powers that be, have decided that pedal pumping is just like another kind of sub-fetish. of Like, it, we don't, we're not deserving of our own page because pedal pumping isn't enough of a thing or something. Like, they want to just lump us in with foot fetish, I guess. And I just feel like they cannot erase us. We are a vibrant and diverse community and we exist and we need representation at least, you know, I feel like everybody's on Wikipedia, like every, everything, everyone has a Wikipedia page and I don't think pedal pumping should be excluded from that. It just feels shitty to me. So if you guys know what to do about this, let me know. We, let's, we, we need to like, I don't know, become activists or or um we need to advocate for ourselves you know and for our community so that's my little announcement or news is that our wikipedia page is gone and i know i criticized it in the past and i don't think it was very good it needed to be more complete there was a lot of 
I don't know, just kind of stereotypes in there that I just felt like the Wikipedia, the Wikipedia entry was very shallow and didn't really cover enough, didn't have enough depth. But now we have nothing. And I do feel like having something to say, like, you know, kind of plant our flag in the internet and say we exist is better than having nothing there, right? So... So that's that's a thing that's happening. Um, but we're going to transition on to read some emails. So now it's going to get good and fun. <laughs> so this is an email from Tevin. He's a patron of the podcast. Much beloved. He says, bloody amazing story. Oh, let me just go back before I read this. This was um, in response to the podcast episode where I talked about me and my mom breaking down in the Toyota Camry when we were out of town. And I don't know how I didn't see this email when I did read some emails that were in response to that episode. This one just kind of slipped through the cracks. So I apologize to have, um, but here it is better late than never. He says, bloody amazing story. You know, I love me some pedal pumping car cranking in real time. I really do wish I was Aaron in that situation. At the same time, I'm sorry it put a damper on y'all's vacation. But now I need to address the elephant in the room. You never mentioned once if you pumped the pedal or not. The first few times it didn't start, were you pumping it? When the girl in the Honda was trying to jump the car, were you pumping it? When Aaron instructed you to crank it, were you pumping that pedal? Pumping the pedal at all? Asking for a friend. <laughs> Tev. <laughs> Oh, you're, you're funny. Um, so yes and no. Okay. So in order to start the Camry, it's a 2003, um, you have to have your foot on the brake, which I tried, but you know, I did try pumping it. Um, I did try starting it with my foot on the brake pedal as per usual. And then I also tried pumping the pedal to get it to start and it wouldn't start either way. Now, when the woman in the Honda was um, trying to give me a jump start, yes, I was absolutely trying. She was revving the Honda, and I was trying to get the the Camry to start. So, yeah, she was, uh, and I was kind of shouting at her, like, rev it, because <laughs> I felt like she was being a little bit timid about that. And I'm like, you know, you got to give it some juice. Rev it, honey. <laughs> So, um, and then when Aaron instructed me to crank it, um, I think I had my foot on the brake and it, and it, and it started the first time or the second time. I can't remember first or second time, but it started up pretty quickly when he was helping. But the thing that I remember that made me feel very sexy in that situation was that he had the hood up, of course, and he was standing outside, like in the front of the car and kind of peering around to communicate with me. And I had the car door open and I had my left foot outside and my arch was popping and I was wearing flip flops. And, um, and so I was in that kind of like one leg out of the car, one foot on the, the brake pedal or the gas pedal. And honestly, I don't really remember. I just remember being like, 
nervous that it wouldn't start. Like I was, you know, so afraid it wasn't going to start, but really hoping that it would. And also wondering like, oh, I wonder if Aaron, like, you know, if he sees my foot out here, <laughs> he probably didn't care. I mean, I have no idea. I have no idea because he behaved like a complete professional. I really, he was, he was great. Um, he was very focused on like getting us help and getting, uh, getting the car started for us and helping us, uh, you know, he actually gave me his number. <laughs> he gave me his personal number and he said, I don't, I'm not working. Um, he was a, he was a boat mechanic and he's like, I'm not working for, um, AAA tomorrow morning. Um, my my day job I'm a boat mechanic but if you call me if you need help you can just call me and I'll come help you but we I was able to get it started the next day so I never I never needed to call him and I never did so anyway that's a follow-up to that story um great question Tevin I um I'm surprised that I never mentioned anything about pumping the pedal I guess I was just talking about cranking you know like turning the key and the engine um and yeah, <laughs> so thank you. Uh, this next email is from Leo, also a patron of the podcast. And um, Leo has sent me lots of good juicy stories. And here's another one. These are true stories. Leo is such a lucky man. <laughs> he says, something about me. It was towards December 1993. Chelsea and I were nearing our one year anniversary. I had been getting weary at the fact I was hiding my foot fetish from her. I was trying to find a way to open myself to her, but didn't want to weird her out or make her feel uncomfortable in any way. Since we started dating, we met every weekend, talked on the phone on the weekdays, or meet up for a late night dinner after we got off work. So one weekend, we were heading out to the beach in her Corolla, and I had to ask her. It wasn't until we got to the beach and we relaxed under a tree. I sat resting my back against the tree and laid my lap, closing her eyes, listening to the ocean. The sun occasionally peeped through the tree leaves and shining into her face, and she would move out of the way a bit. But as the sun moved, the beam of light would make her change positions, and she swung herself around, ended with her legs over my lap and her back on the grass and sand-covered ground. I slid over to her feet and looked at them, admiring her skinny toes and the shape of her feet. She had, like, bubbly toes, equally length, big, and second toes, and the rest were shorter as they went to the pinky. Her toenails were interesting to me. They seemed a bit larger than what I'd seen on other girls. At times, she would be standing with her friends, and I'd look down and see the difference between them and her friends. It didn't... It did turn me on in a way. I guess... Women judge the size of a man's penis, and I judge the size of a woman's toenails <laughs> the same, lol. <laughs> Length of toes, too, was judged, I guess, lol. My girlfriend had medium-length toes. They were longer than my ex-girlfriend's toes. She hardly painted them, though, normally left undone when I see her on the weekends. I'd meet her after work or on Friday nights. They either black... Or red nail polish. I scooted over to her feet and looked back at her face. She still had her eyes closed, enjoying the shade and the beach. I put my left palm under the bottom of her right foot and started to massage the arch of her foot. Mmm, that feels good, she said. I kept on massaging, continuing on to the left until she opened her eyes. 
She looked down at me and smiled. You're good at that, babe. I wish you could do that after I'm done with work. My feet are killing me after work, she said. Well, you can call me and I'll come down, I replied. Our schedules were almost the same. We both worked Monday to Friday, but I get an hour I get out an hour after she did. Back to the foot massage. She laid back and closed her eyes again, and I started massaging the balls of her feet, then ending with pulling her toes. Popping her toes as I pulled. She was really enjoying what I was doing. I never really did this before, but I remember getting my hands massaged by a friend and it felt good. So I thought I'd try it on her feet. I then mentioned to her that she has sexy feet. She giggled and rolled to her right as she did. Her left knee lifted and her left foot grazed my crotch as she pulled it back. I tried to move back a bit, trying to get my erection out of the way, but she hit it. She stopped. And looked at my pants. She put her hand over her mouth and laughed. I felt so embarrassed. She moved her right foot onto my shorts and felt my erection and quickly pulled her foot back and started laughing more. I sat there embarrassed that I had a heart on in public. She tapped it with her hand and said, you better put that away. You're going to get in more trouble. <laughs> Not even a minute later, she reached out with her right foot and tapped her toes on it. She said, toot, toot, laughing as she did that. <laughs> I was half hard, and that stiffened it again. She quickly got up and ran off to the ocean. She came back after a quick swim, and she asked me if I was okay. The grin on her face indicating she knew she found something about me. At this point, I told her about my foot fetish, but kept the pedal pumping out. She jokingly applied that this adds to her list of what she can do to me in bed. But foot massages will definitely be wanted in the evenings, especially after work. We left the beach and headed to the mall to eat. We were at a restaurant, seated at a table, awaiting our order, and she started rubbing her foot up my leg. She smiled as she did that, and I smiled back. It was nearly evening, and we headed back home. We went up to her room and straight to have sex. It went from missionary to me lying on my back and her placing her two feet on my cock. I watched her. She was just rubbing her soles on it at first. I guided her with my hands, placing her left foot, supporting it, and then making her rub with her right toes, my favorite way. She didn't get it right, but I was so into it. I didn't care. I could feel the bottom of her right foot. I was in heaven. I think I lasted less than a minute under her soft right foot. She gripped between both feet after squeezing me tight between her toes of both feet. It was her first time doing this. I wiped her feet and we showered together after. Got back in bed, cuddled, and went to sleep. The next morning I woke up. Chelsea was making breakfast. We conversed at the table eating. Chelsea, you came pretty quick last night. Me, I'm sorry if I did, but it felt so good. Chelsea, was I that good? me. You could work on your grip between your toes. She laughed and replied, that's not what your dick said. <laughs> I smiled back at her and continued on eating. Now realizing that I exposed my fetish to her, I had to be more careful about how I carried about my actions and movements with my fetish. Yes, a woman can read a man like a book when it comes to his movements and eye contact as I would eventually learn with her. We ended up spending 24 years together and have two children. Sadly, our marriage ended in 2016. 
There were a lot of ups and downs, but I'll never forget our younger years. Oh, I didn't expect a sad ending, Leo, but, and I don't know the, the circumstances, um, if you are a widower or if, uh, you're, you're divorced or what exactly happened, but I'm glad that, um, you're willing to share your stories with us. And I'm, and I really love this one. I, I feel like, um, I would at that age in my life in 1992, <laughs> I would have acted, uh, or yeah, December of 1993, excuse me, I would have probably acted much the same way. Um, been like, oh, I have a new weapon in my arsenal. Like, I know how to get you going. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, so this is really amazing. I would love foot massages every day and that toe my ex so I have an ex-husband <laughs> and he used to do that he would um he would get high and watch tv and so like get stoned like smoke weed and he would smoke weed and watch tv and on the weekends it was like from the time he got up in the morning till we went to bed he was um super into soccer and what anything like he would just watch anything all day long and after work like the tv was the other woman in our relationship <laughs> that's where he gave all his time and attention to the television and i would plop down on the couch with with one or two of my cats on my lap and i would swing my legs into his lap and he would just kind of mindlessly knead and massage my arches and soles and he would do that thing you were talking about like pulling my toes and like kind of popping my toes and oh my god I loved it it was kind of the only um <laughs> it was kind of the consolation for not really having his attention was that he would just mindlessly like work on my feet for hours I loved that I loved that for Chelsea too <laughs> All right, you guys, that wraps up another episode of the Pedal Pumping, Pedal Pumping Podcast. If you want to contact me, um, do so by email at mimifootnip at gmail.com with your comments, stories, questions, ideas, solutions for Wikipedia, anything else that you can think of. Um, my inbox is open and I will uh, meet you all back here same place same time next week you guys have a fantastic weekend treat yourself to some pedal pumping stuff some pedal pumping goodness because we all deserve it <laughs> <laughs>